there's always going to be a bar of excellence that you can raise higher. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be what you foresee yourself wanting to be at five to 10 years from now, but you can definitely go ahead and make the best with what you do have currently. Yo, what's up? I'm Noah Black with the Creative Corner Podcast, and you are listening to Bad Pod. The Creative Corner Podcast, uh, a created ultimately um, for a few different reasons. I knew that people that kind of I surround myself with are are very much creative. Not necessarily that I force that, but it just kind of just naturally happens. Um, and so in that, uh, I, I know I've learned from a lot of different people, whether it be in the, in the music space, I'm a musician, um, in the graphic design space, in uh, communicators, influencers, stuff like that. I've learned so much from people. And so my goal with kicking off the podcast was one, like to just to provide entertainment for people because it's, you know, some things are funny, some things are insightful, whatever. Um, but also just to hopefully inspire and push people that are um, kind of hoping to be in some sort of creative space to kind of have that push and that to take that next foot forward to actually, um, step into whatever it is that they're interested in. So um, that was, that was my hope with, with creating the podcast was ultimately that aspiring creative to really just, Hey, just take that next step. Like you, you have more resources than you realize. And so just kind of hoping to encourage and motivate people to, uh, to step into that. Oh, that's awesome. Everybody, especially podcasters needs, need a lot of encouraging and, oh, yeah. And we have that voice sometimes inside of our heads that sometimes our work isn't good enough or not even creative enough or right. maybe, maybe a niche is just saturated. For so sure. we kind of talk ourselves down a bit. So yeah. let's get more into like your history with, with the podcasting. And I know yeah. you said you write and you produce. So how do you how did you incorporate all of that into podcasts? Goodness. So uh, it I started I started this podcast about. Um, seven months ago. And it, it was weird because once I kicked off the first episode, I started going through the process of moving houses. And then it, it got to this whole weird thing to where it's, I had to like stop what I was doing. Um, but I kicked it off um, really intentionally wanting to um, provide resources for other people, like I said, but then also um, there was a lot that I had learned going into it just from, I, I've been a music producer for about Oh gosh, like maybe six, five or six years now. And so I knew like, Hey, I want to make sure that if I'm going to kick it off, I want to do it, uh, at least, you know, relatively good. Uh, I, I did like added visuals with the, the podcast and, um, things like that to where if people wanted to watch it, they could do that. But went in with the, the mentality that I wanted to try and make it as best as I could, um, and try and, you know, set the bar a little bit higher to differentiate it from, from other podcasts. And, uh, and, and it, it went well. It's a, it's a, it was a cool creative opportunity for me to be able to um, display skills that I had through um, video editing, through graphic design and all that kind of stuff, like the little bumper intro video, all that kind of stuff. It was just a cool opportunity um, 
to be able to kind of showcase all of that. But then also, um, if people were, were attracted to some of those things, they could, they could reach out and be like, yo, how did you do that? And then be able to provide any sort of resources that I could. Um, so that way somebody could do the same if they wanted to kick off a podcast or if they wanted to dive into whatever. And so I uh, just kind of pulled in all of that. And so uh, I don't know if that fully answered your question, but no, it does. <laughs> it does. So on your show, how is the outline? Do you, are you just, are you interviewing people or are you just kind of speaking? How does it, how does a normal episode go? Yeah. Um, so normally uh, I'm still trying to figure out cause I'm only like seven, seven or eight episodes in right now. So just trying to figure out kind of like where the, a little bit more of a niche audience is, but um, it's very much been like interview style, like learning more about a person. And then if I have any sort of info, um, to add in than I do. Um, but just a lot of like learning from other people, uh, from other musicians and stuff like that. So it tends to be very interview style. Um, cause it, the, the conversation works well like that. Um, and so normally I go in and I'll even let the guests know ahead of time. Like I'll send them like a, Hey, here's, um, three or four main things that I want to hit on. Um, if you want to add in anything, if you want to remove anything, you can totally do that. But I try and make the conversation organic, but then also at the same time, um, let the person know ahead of time, like, Hey, you're not going <laughs> to, you don't feel uncomfortable. You're not going into this blind. Like you'll have some direction with, with where it's going to go. Yeah. It's always important to have direction, especially in the interview podcast. Last time we spoke, I think you said you are a pastor or a minister. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a worship director at Propel Church in Mount Pleasant, North Carolina. So it's a, it's, it's a blast, man. It's, it's incredible. So how has that influenced you to motivate creators? Yeah. Um, I think for me, um, it's, it's motivated a lot of different areas. I've learned a lot from my church. I've been going to, to this church for about, uh, a little uh, right at like five years now. And, uh, before I was ever on staff, like I, I learned so many different things and skill sets here. Um, and for me, what it's helped me for myself as a creator, but then also in motivating other creators is like one on the, the music side. Uh, I've been, I, I started serving on our worship team ever since I started and uh, was incredible. It's helped build my skills as a musician, but then it also taught me like leadership, uh, how to lead a team and everything. And then eventually now, um, I'm able to direct the entire worship and production department. And so um, it definitely taught me a lot of like leadership and how to take initiative on a lot of things. But then as a creative, I've learned how to develop my graphic design skills through a lot of programs and stuff here. Uh, my lead pastor, he's he's one of my best friends. Um, he He's taught me a ton. He actually does graphic design as well. And so he taught me a ton of things. But even more than that, uh, geared to the podcast, it's helped me learn how to communicate confidently um, because there's uh, there's weeks where I'll teach uh, on a Sunday or there's uh, I, I'm every, every week I'm leading a team. And so I, I have to learn how to communicate things with clarity and with excellence to where everybody's on the same page. And so I uh, was able through that to, to learn, you know, kind of the kinks because you think, Oh, it's just talking. It's, it's super easy, but people once they get on a microphone, it can get uncomfortable and it feels like a lot of pressure. And for me, the years of being able to lead and, and be on staff at, at this church, it's, it's been very helpful for me as a communicator. And so 
it's definitely, it's developed my skills a ton. And then it's helped me to make very, very clear statements to where other people have direction. And so if me communicating well through a podcast can help push somebody and give clear direction as to like, Hey, you should totally pursue graphic design or you should totally do this. And this is how you do it. Um, it's definitely, definitely been a huge help. Communicating effectively is probably one of, if not the most important thing when it comes to podcasting. 100%. Because you, it's, it's, it's your voice. It's your words. No one's seeing you unless you're doing like a video podcast, but most, most of the time people are just listening to you. Yeah. So if you are just speaking and, and no one can really grasp what you're saying, you will lose people, which means increase in downloads. So when it comes to having this skill, what other things have you noticed that people who are creators lack in or that they, they struggle with? Um, I think the, the biggest thing that I think I'm going to, I'll say more so established creatives, people that kind of know direction for their life or something that they want to pursue. Um, I would say what, what a lot lack is humility because then I think that the moment that you you realize that you have like a gifting or you're skilled in an area that not a lot of people are in, your your head can sometimes <laughs> begin to just puff up and, and swell. And so I think that it's a, as creatives, we are, to, to be very direct, like we are very, very interesting people in a very positive way. Um, but if we don't like kind of check ourselves <laughs> sometimes and and think that, uh, hey, we're we're the greatest thing ever because we have a skill that not many other people have. We're going to begin to actually like lose um, not only credibility in what we do, but then also people just aren't going to be interested in in what we have to say. And whenever you, um, whenever I think you 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 look at your giftings or you look at your creative platform as an opportunity to to push people forward and to encourage people rather than just elevate your platform and make you look awesome. Um, I think we'll, we'll begin to see a lot of creative opportunities really, really, um, really thrive and flourish. And so I think it's something that all creatives kind of have to get in check um, every now and then of just like, hey, you know what, why, why am I doing what I'm doing? Am I doing it just to elevate myself or am I doing it to ultimately push people forward? And for me, uh, my goal is to, to push other people forward, to bring people along the journey. And so, um, that's, that's such an important, important thing that you just said to be able to put others before your yourself and what you want. Yeah. It's it's the great feeling, you know, Mm -hmm. you're servicing others and helping others. And there's, there's no other feeling that can, that can take that place. Right. Yeah. And Um, especially in a, in a creative space, it's like, it's as if your goal is to step over people in order to be at the top. Yeah. And I mean, it's creative stuff is very competitive and there's ways to even be health, like in, to be competitive in a healthy way. But ultimately if you're, if your goal is to just step over everybody to be at the top, um, it's problematic. A lot of people and uh, a lot of podcasters actually always go back to, I don't have, I'm not, I'm not getting that many downloads. I'm not doing this. And I feel like 
they they put so much emphasis on the downloads yeah. instead of looking at the, the the content of or or the amount of content they're putting out like how like your your content is everything right yeah. so if you if you're going out and you're just putting out average content and and just focusing so much on your downloads your numbers your followers yeah what motive you're you're not going to feel motivated to do more 100 what do you think i hope i worded that right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll live in like the mediocre um rather than than excellence i love uh there's there's this quote i can't think i can't remember the person off the top of my head that the quote is by but they talk about um how excellence the definition of excellence is constantly battling mediocrity um but utilizing the resources you have to their best. So you may not have all the highest expensive equipment. You may not be Joe Rogan pumping out a podcast all the time with these high def cameras and and microphones, but you do have resources that you can use now. And so rather than being mediocre or not putting out content because you don't feel like you have the best stuff, making the most of what you do have and, uh, and just, continuing to progress from there. There's always going to be a bar of excellence that you can raise higher. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be what you foresee yourself wanting to be at five to 10 years from now, but you can definitely go ahead and, and, and make the best with what you do have currently. How did you lift yourself out of a, a, a dead end kind of situation when it came to your podcast specifically, mm-hmm. or even if you have, you ever come I guess to add a, to a dead end in your podcast where you weren't feeling motivated enough to push yourself. What pushed you? Yeah. And it's, for me, it's a little early on, um, in the podcast, but with, with it, um, I think where I've found myself at currently, I mean, it's something that I'm dealing with right now is, um, with the, the video side of it, it's a lot of work to edit a visual with it. I really love the visuals because podcasts that I listen to, like I actually like to sit and watch them a lot of times. And so I love that. But right now with my, uh, with my work schedule, with things that I do um, within my church, um, within music production, video, all that kind of stuff. It's like this, this past, uh, the past few weeks, like I've, I just got married um, went on our honeymoon and then came back and had to do a lot of renovations at our church. And so it was, I mean, there was weeks where I wasn't putting out content and it was because I, the audio sitting there, like it's ready to go, but I'm waiting to, uh, to put out the video. And so I had to have like a, a realization of like, Hey, right now we may need to pump the brakes on the visuals until I can get an editor to, uh, to, to be able to just focus solely on editing it. And so it definitely was a roadblock because I felt like, man, like I really want to put out content, but I have to wait for the visual. And so then I, I had to come to that moment of like fork in the road of like, you know what, if, if now is not the time for a visual and then, you know, a year from now, it's, it, it's good to pick up visuals or six months from now, whatever, um, then do it. But there's no sense in, in waiting on something whenever there's, there's things ready. I mean, there's episodes on episodes on episodes ready to go right now. And so waiting on, me to have the time to edit the the visuals it's just not it's not worth it and so 
Um, I think I'm, I'm early on into the podcast stuff enough to where there's not going to be a ton of people freak out or care. Uh, and plus most of the, most of the views and listens come in through, uh, Spotify and Apple podcasts more than, more than YouTube anyway. And so I'll still like put it on YouTube, but it'll just be like a graphic. It won't be anything crazy right. like it was before. So it's definitely been a roadblock, but it's something that it's, you live and you learn and you, you, you make a mistake and then you, you jump through the hoop and go forward. So it's knowing when your plate is full, Yeah, you know, and knowing what you can handle. And it's good. You've, you've noticed that early on because podcasting can get very overwhelming. Oh yeah. Um, when you're editing, you're recording, you're finding guests, you're doing this, and then you have your personal life and then your job, you know? So there's a lot going on and it's always good for podcasters to realize, all right, what can you actually handle? And it doesn't mean that you will fail or you are a failure or you can't pick up these things later on. It's, it's your timing just has to be right for you to be able to pull out, put out quality content. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's, I think it's it's definitely a, a balance, right? Because one of the things that I've learned uh, within my personal life, even to a even to a spiritual degree, um, but how much rest is very very important. Um, because for me, naturally, like I I can be a workaholic, <laughs> and if if my wife was in here right now, she would yell "Amen" at the top of her lungs. And so normally, it's like you. I'll try and juggle 15 things to do at one time when in reality I should only be doing like five of those 15 things because I can either do with, with my, the current season of my life right now, I can either do five things excellently or I can do 15 things mediocre or average. Um, I would rather spend my time doing five things excellently than, than just packing on a ton of stuff that's just going to end up mediocre in the long run. So. Well said, well said. For, for all creatives. No, I'm learning this now. So I think this is a good tip because it's something that I'm, I'm practicing as well because I've, I've identified it as it can, it can become an issue is know what you're excellent at leverage and, and continue to grow the things that you're pretty good at that you can see uh, yourself thriving in in the future. But don't try and jump into a lane that you're not good at. I, I know there's people that you listen to. I know there's people that you watch that you aspire to be like. But if you're not in that lane, then don't don't go in it. Um, it's It'll end up, it'll prevent you from really thriving in an area that you are doing well at and that you are gifted in. And if you end up sacrificing in that area to become something that you're not, or to be a voice that was not meant to be yours, um, it'll end up in the long run. It, it'll just become problematic. And so uh, I think the more that I've, I've let go of things that I kind of liked for a moment, like I, I really liked the personality of, of uh, an influencer. And so I wanted to try and do some of the things that they did. Um, and then you end up realizing two or three months later, you're like, you know, what? I actually didn't like any of the content that I put out that was like that. Um, but the stuff that I was really good in that I've been good at for years, uh, now that I've focused and honed all of that in, um, I've done well with it. 
And so um, I would just say, make sure that you clearly identify your lane and then uh, just step into it and, and run with it full force and, and don't get caught up in wanting to be something else. I know that kind of sounds cliche of just be yourself, but like, yeah, I want to elaborate good. on that a little more, you know, stay, stay in the lane and the giftings that, that you've been given. So. I like that. I like that. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the funnel, how you can stay connected with me is my website, Noah C black, N O A H C B L A C K.com. Um, and that will funnel you to all of my social, my social media and everything. Um, my personal social is Noah C black. Um, the podcast social is creative corner podcast. And, uh, yeah, you can, you can find all of that there. So, yeah.